0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, November 7th, 2022. Today on the Ether, The Mutants AMA, hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Let's take a listen.
1: Yo. Yo. How are you?
2: I'm good. How's your day?
1: Good. I'm just at the airport right now. Just waiting to board the uh, airplane, but I thought I'd sneak in next space.
2: Alright, coming back. Uh, by the way, David has some shirts left. Um, so if you want one, reach out to to the Chabu or to David. He'll hook you up. Perfect. I'll now. I'll from I I I missed that.
1: Uh, I said I'll DM both of them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I want one too, but I guess I'll miss out. And uh we're we're talking about NYC with ghosts, so if you can make it in April to New York,
1: have something fun organized there too. Hoping uh we can get some people to fund our big party plans i was gonna say i'm down and i might come to new york but i'm not funding shit
2: no 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 don't worry about it uh i'm sure like i'm pretty sure one planet is gonna probably organize something so that's one party um maybe another nft project and and us so i'm pretty sure like there'll be parties every day <laughs> yeah I, I think we can arrange like the idea
1: i was mentioning to you just grand yeah yeah. grand cool and wreck cool. at yeah, the same time real. nobody
3: will want to yeah that'd to be really cool nft nyc from Joe with us
2: Man, I think that that's what people do. They they just show up for the parties, right? That's kind of the whole appeal is to check out what these big blue chip projects can, uh, you know, <laughs> what kind of party they can throw in real life, and what kind of DJs and so on. So uh, and then the props and the merch and all the gifts that come with. Yep, the biggest things um, in June was
3: uh four days you had the doodles with their thing cool cats
2: and then the whole azuki thing i heard the doodle. i heard on uh, the cool cats was really cool like it was fun and the doodle one was like super colorful and professional so um they know how to throw an event all right guys so we're waiting on mutants actually so today's space We'll be with our friends from Mutants. Um, Pablo is probably going to be here. Oh, there we go. He's here. So I'll just say that we're live. I'll tweet it out.
4: Hi, everyone. How's it
1: going?
2: Hey, Pablo. How you doing?
1: Good. Fantastic. And you?
2: Yeah, very good. Hope it's not too late for you. I think it's
4: 10 PM. It's not, it's not crazy. 10 PM. OK. Everyone is here. Uh, everyone has got to sleep, so it's even easier if it was half an hour ago you'd have found a house full of screaming toddlers uh,
2: also good thing i think is it's 10 p.m but uh technically is it did you guys have the time change yes exactly yeah so i kind of enjoy that i have uh, young children as well and um uh, I feel like I can put them to bed a little earlier because of that time change.
4: Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, you can see that. I mean, it, it changes life slightly to have like the prop, like light adjusted to the time of the day. It's actually very useful. I actually thought that it happened all over the world, and then someone told me that it just happens in Europe.
2: No, no. I mean, we have it in in Canada and the US.
4: We ah, have in the US the as trench- well. Oh, I thought, um, I, I thought he wasn't,
2: okay. I'm pretty sure. I think.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, which part of the U.S. are you Are you from?
2: No, I'm in Canada. Oh, so yeah, in yeah, Canada, sorry. Trendy's doing 100%. Yeah, Trendy's saying 100%. Yeah, so I'm I'm in Canada, I'm in Montreal, but, but we have plenty of folk in the U.S. Oh, and yeah. I think they're, following you know or we're following their time zone however
4: you want to look at it yeah totally um it was amazing we put we did a mutants um uh poll about you know where about in the world where we you know uh where we located and i was so impressed because he was literally from all over the world um there was a small gap in like mid-asia but it was from everywhere australia states uh, europe uh japan china it was absolutely amazing
2: yeah um i think all the ex-lunatics or, or even the people in the cosmos are uh, across the world right from everywhere since uh it's an ecosystem that kind of gathers you know all communities all people from all the places it's not like um i don't know if you've ever been on solana uh it seems it's a more of a north american i feel like uh, chain and, um, especially in the NFT communities, but mm-hmm. I remember on Terra, we had like the galactic punks. People were from everywhere. Same in our community. Even our team is from us, Canada, Germany, and Thailand. So <laughs> that's our team.
4: Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the, the mutants team is in, in the, in the, in the Midwest, in the States, uh, in Malaysia uh, in, in Singapore. Uh, I'm in London. So yeah, it's a truly, it's a truly international gang. What we have here? Wow. Well, uh, that's I, crazy.
2: Where'd you guys meet up? Like, wh- how did this happen? Like the origins of Mutant Z? How did that Well,
4: happen? Well, actually, actually, um, I'm going to tell you because it's, um, it's crazy. I think, um, it happened in Christmas, uh, 2021, um, i was like completely bullish on on terra uh, I, I drank the Kool-Aid like everyone else here probably and and i was so excited about terra and then i started to investigate the 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 nft scene and and there wasn't i mean the, the the there was there were a few good collections but not many i mean hellcats just launched uh, the, the the typical derivatives the the punks and everything but there was this, there wasn't um Many original collections. Red Wolves, uh, didn't launch um, yet, and and uh, y- you know I had the idea of creating something there, but I couldn't decide. But then suddenly I was in I was in Madrid um, uh, visiting my parents, all the family, and we were in a tiny Airbnb, and we all got COVID and we have to isolate. So we were literally like two hundred meters from from my parents' house, but we couldn't see each other. And I had to be in this uh, sort of super small apartment with three more people, 24-7. It was uh, absolute madness. And in order to avoid, um, to, you know, become a, something like the, the Shining in there, uh, I decided to start putting time on on, on, on designing NFTs and designing mutants and putting a little bit of thinking uh, in the collection and then tweeting uh, to people I met, Rex, uh, which became a community manager. I met people from Tallis, from Luart, everything from that sort of tiny apartment started to take shape. Um, and, 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 and NFTs saved my family from a, from a potential assassination by, by my, my craziness of being there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good point. A lot of people kind of spent more time on their computer Or investing bracket on bracket, if you can call it investing. I I think it was more gambling in crypto because you couldn't go out during the pandemic. So you had like more time inside. And I guess you used that time productively to develop the mutants collection. Um, So Talk to me a little bit about, you know, we've talked a lot of times, but I I like to bring it back and then we'll we'll expand on the Gen 2. But basically, where did the idea for the art and the whole, you know, you guys have like evolutionary or uh, expanding collection. So where did that idea come from? So the art and then kind of the whole concept of mutants where uh, you got this Genesis mutant or you got the mad scientist lab and it goes on with these different type of artworks afterwards
4: yeah uh, exactly I think it came from from an interac- an interac- an intersection of many, many things um, you know my background my background is um, uh, art direction and advertising and I basically i put my time creating ideas and working with different illustrators artists directors um to actually make them make them happen um but i I always you know obviously those ideas are meant to be applied on brands um and on the nft world um I, i i you know i just wanted to create something that it wasn't it didn't come from a brand it was the same application of an idea um, in terms of uh creating something uh, along with the best artists and directors uh and and and, col- and collaborators that i could find um but actually in ter- in terms of doing it for a instead of doing it for a brand uh let's put that sort of um collection of talent uh, in service of an idea let's put it on the table and if people like it uh we will make it happen and It felt it felt great because that was that that was connected with another thing that I was loving from the NFT community. I don't understand, you know, I don't understand this as a as an investment. I mean, it's great that you don't lose everything that you put, but I just can't help to love digital art and the scene that digital art has that NFTs have enabled. Um, basically the fact that we are seeing this explosion on digital art, it just, it brings me joy. Um, uh, th- think that thanks to the, this technology, you have a lot of people that couldn't monetize their talent working for different things. And now they are putting all their time into art. Uh, and the fact that we could create an idea, which just to summarize it really quickly, uh, the idea is about creating a set, a collection of characters in which we would see them evolve evolve because we're gonna commission each generation to a different artist. So the fact that we're gonna put our uh, money to commission different artists uh to design the collection and bring in sort of that talent to grow the um the art, to grow the quality, to grow the community with the art, um, it got me really, really excited because it was an intersection of ideas that I wanted to put to be, put it out there to see if it worked. Um, and and yeah, that, that, that was the, the genesis of the idea. Um, once we had that, um, that sort of core nugget of an idea, we added things like, for example, the mad scientist lab, an NFT that you buy it, you're going to have every NFT, uh, air, every NFT in the collection airdrop to your wallet. Um, uh, for example, we introduced the limited edition airdrop, which was we're going to use part of our cash, part of our, of our treasury to actually um decide an artist that we really like in the community someone that we couldn't afford if we wanted to buy a piece of art from 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 that artist but then all together we're gonna we're gonna contact that person we're gonna commission some art and we're gonna uh airdrop it as a limited edition art for uh the community so that in a way um allows us to own art from you know, an artist that otherwise we couldn't afford, um, and that's the that's the core of the community is a very um, art, entertainment, and ideas focus, um, and it's really really exciting. It's really exciting. That that is the genesis of the gener- of the of the mutants.
2: Yeah, very cool. I think we we share kind of the same vision that art is super important in <laughs> in NFTs or for NFTs. I know there's been a big trend, especially on the, the side chains, or I guess the the non <laughs> the non Ethereum community um, will, is focusing a lot on the utility, which which is also very interesting, right? Kind of exploring what kind of utilities you can develop with NFT technologies. Yeah. But but in, in my opinion, I think it's it's very easy to reproduce a lot of these utilities if you start some sort of you know, game or protocol. Anyone can come up and, and, and basically copy your idea, right? It's a decentralized world if it's the application. So what is is you can't reproduce is art, right? So that gets reproduced, then that becomes a derivative actually. And that's actually good for your project because basically if you do a board ape derivative, you're just adding to the lore of board apes. You're just kind of you know, promoting their project indirectly. Um, and same for community. That's something you can't copy-paste. So um, that's why I kind of like, you know, your vision of focusing on, on the art aspect and, and the community aspect. I think that was kind of what was the key of, of the mutants, right? Yeah. Um, compared to developing some of our, you know, additional token or utilities that are maybe complete- not as important.
4: Go ahead, I, abso- I absolutely agree. And I think, for example, Red Wolves, when it started, I was I really, really thought very deep about what was magical about it. And I thought it was incre- an incredible circle of um, of good art, very, very uh, clear uh, USP about uh, clear, you know, selling proposition about what you did and a very very original utility because it's not a typical utility that you're going to take your stuff and you know this is like formulaic actually the fact that you had that um you know will you mint yes or no the project analysis all those and all those wonderful charts um that you put every day that is the best marketing campaign for red wolves that i've ever seen uh because everyone is, is retweeting them all the time i think it's such such a such a such a really great idea that, um, retrofits itself, um, in in, with good stuff. I think, I think I, I was thinking how to not to, not to replicate that model, but actually replicate the, the idea of that circularity. And, and we were thinking that actually, and the idea of when we were thinking of the utility of, of mutants, we were like, okay, if this is about a group of people that want to commission artists from a different but if we want to commission uh, different talent uh, for, to build a project. What can we do in different areas that we all really like and we all build together? And I think that, that's, um, per se, the utility of the mutants. We're going to build things together uh, in a way that feels very, very significant and very artistic. And if they tell me, for example, if I'm an art lover and they tell me, you're going to be able to own art that otherwise you couldn't afford, you're going to be able to have creative control and creative opinion of a project to define who you're going to, who artists, who who are the artists that you're going to approach, how you're going to build this story. Um, yeah, I think it's a very, very interesting proposition, not just a PFP. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I, I like PFPs, right? Like I'm big on PFPs. That's my, <laughs> you know, that's why we're in the PFP business. But, um, and, and I think there's a huge value in the art of a PFP as well as the community, oh, like I just mentioned. But I, you know what you just mentioned? I think, I, I don't know if I may propose an idea, but, but that's your unique utility or value proposition is the fact that you're very connected with a lot of artists. And we do this all the time, right? Marketing your own project and saying we're the best, can only work so far, (laughs) right? Eventually people stop listening and they just, you know, they don't care. You you can shill all you want, but you're shilling from within you're, you're preaching to the choir. But if you start collabing and this is why we have like a lot of collabs, we enjoy doing collabs is other projects kind of showcasing your project. And that brings you a new audience. And with the fact that you guys can, uh, find artists, maybe that would be the way, is is something creating artworks for other collections or or partnering or collabing with them on, on different type of artworks and then your name is kind of called out all the time, oh, we did this collab between, I don't know, Hellcats and Mutant Z to develop this really cool skateboard artwork and then you guys get like a new audience or anything, right? It doesn't have to be skateboard, it could be like any other type of merch or even NFT project uh, or even digital art, right? So... That could be an interesting idea. I don't know. I'm just brainstorming here.
4: No, I, I absolutely love it. In fact, I was um, thinking of how we can. I really was thinking how we can make collabs a little bit more original. All about uh, all about defining a little bit more of the craft that we want to express. Um, that, that 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 we want to bring to the to the uh, space. Um, and that, well, that was the reason for the for the skateboards, you know, we created this, these skateboards, the design is just very, very, um, high level and all the different visuals that we put together for the collaborations for you. Um, it is very high level and that at the end of the day, raised the level of all of us in terms of craft, in terms of, you know, how we put, um, our, our graphics and our photography and our art forward. Um, so yeah, absolutely true. Uh, I think I think we need a little bit more originality in the collaborations. You know what? I I'm gonna be completely honest right here. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be completely honest. <laughs> <Tag>. <laughs> it's, 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 you know what? You know, I, because I I come from from the world of creative agencies, as I told you before, and we all take pride on de- doing things differently. Um, it, it 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 literally brings me mad that. The things that we do that are like the most sort of hard working, typical things, the giveaways, the tweets, the tweet, you know, the retweet and tag to friends, that's the bit that usually brings more success. <laughs> and it makes me mad because I don't want to do it, but it's actually very, very, very useful for, for people to actually follow the collection. But that doesn't mean that we should be exploring really original ways of communication and, and marketing and also you know uh, one thing that we should do better and um i've been trying to do after nft london now that i made uh some more you know art focused collections in ethereum and in other chains um th- we have to open up our audience not only because now we are in different blockchains and it's because blockchains are going to disappear like blockchains are going to become like the fact that we are on a blockchain or we're using the word nft is going to be it's going to be part of the back end of thing of things and it's going to be the wall of digital collections and the brands that we live in it and no blockchains no nfts so i think we have to start like growing our communities from, from you know targeting and collaborating with projects from yeah all yeah over there's the, a really the bad place. stigma
2: yeah, really bad stigma around the world, NFT, right? You say NFT, instant people think it's a scam. So that's why I think there's a big shift or push to go with digital collectibles, as well as kind of uh, all the regulation stuff around it. But <laughs> people like to use digital collectibles now. I think we'll be using that too moving forward. I also agree with yeah. you vision on you know, blockchains. <sighs> eventually you know it'll be all in the back end that was our vision for wrecked wolves or wrecked gang from the start like i think it was almost a year ago we said we want to be multi-chain because no one will care on which chain we are they'll only want the art and to be part of the community and kind of the unique value proposition of, of having the research available for different you know investments um so totally agree but i'm not sure so been having a think a lot on on this topic. I think it's a really interesting one. So what do you think is the next step for us to to kind of grow our audience? And and I'll be like really specific for for your project, like for Mutant Z or or for any NFT on one planet, um, because y'all are listed on one planet. Would it be to try to get a broader audience, try to get normies in one planet, or you kind of embrace the crypto culture and you try to get more d gems so what are your thoughts on that
4: um well i can i can tell you that that is a very good question by the way and i've been thinking about that a lot and i think we should think about that in stages because the truth is that uh, at the moment our audience at the moment the the wonderful people that we all have in the community and i would uh, I mean, obviously, your community is much bigger, but everyone comes from from the from the Terra times. We are. Um, you probably have grown the community, to be completely honest, with Ethereum, but we mainly remain the the same djs that came from Terra. So I think there's a first stage, which is uh, talking to all every for mutants, talking to every art lover uh, in the Web3 space, regardless of. Uh, of, of chain um and that is a massive massive opportunity for us because um we 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 think the mutant's proposition if you explain it really well to an art lover they're gonna feel very very interesting one because they have, have they have the option to, of owning art that otherwise they couldn't afford and uh, that they have the opportunity to actually have creative control of the project once you're a holder you can actually um you know put your opinion um both uh, on the artists and do all that uh, good stuff that being a holder allows you uh with the strong point that with such a with with a small community your voice is going to be way more heard so i think that's the first stage second stage would be you know targeting even, even more even more people even more digents but i think with art lovers you know, we would have like a dramatic growth of the community and would allow us to do, to, to target even bigger artists. Um, the great, the great thing about that is that, um, you know, we were, we were talking in NFT, we went to NFT London and, uh, you know, apart from all the images that you have seen online on Twitter have been, you know, absolutely empty, um, in, in some in some parts, um, did you go to the party? Years. Did
2: you go to the PS Labs uh, the PSAS rec party? Did you no, that I out?
4: couldn't. I couldn't go. Ah. You know, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't go because I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you why. I, that was on Saturday, and because I um, basically hang. You know, hang out with David from PS Labs. Um, on Thursday when I floated my wife, the idea of coming, you know, coming, <laughs> coming out on Saturday again, she told me no fucking way you're going to stay here. Yeah, man. Atlanta. Okay, <laughs> Happy wife, happy
2: life. I think that was a safe decision there.
4: <laughs> so I, I only had a bullet and I used it on Thursday. Um, but the, yeah, that, that is uh, In NFT London, uh, it was a very, very nice mixture of people that come from finance, people that come from the geek techie community and people that come from the arts and I'm telling you, there's so many people that come from the arts and, 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 and uh, such a good, such a good, um, crowd to grow the communities that we have now. Um, that is, that is very, very exciting. And we have seen, uh, we have seen a lot of potential on that, on that part.
2: So, so from my, so, you know, as we discuss this, if I can clarify or summarize, you would be focusing on people that are interested in digital art basically you Uh, know people that are in crypto and like art or nft art that are already in crypto we're not focusing on the normies here we're trying to onboard people from you know maybe the skateboard community because you have like really cool skateboards they look amazing but are these people, you know, it's like a huge leap for them yeah interested in NFTs compared <laughs> to people that actually already like this stuff?
4: Yeah, th- that is, that will be the stage number, th- that will be the stage number two on this project. Uh, as you can see, we obviously, we are doing collabs with um, with the skateboard brands that is going to be marketed. Um, there was going to be a massive push on the fashion collection that um, we are already producing. And um, if you remember, we talk about about this fashion designer uh, called Farik Kerr, an up-and-coming fashion designer in London. He already has a brand called uh, PK Ultra and he's designing a a brand of hoodies that the other day we we were brainstorming and he was presenting me some ideas that I was like having goosebumps. It's so fucking cool. And we are trying to find some stores in London to actually stock the collection. So we're going to start Trying, and this is I mean I, I don't want to sound like too uh like mm, too grand that we we're gonna go to, so, something very big. We're gonna start doing start doing trials to see what would happen if we create how many people come from that skate site, how many people come from that fashion site? Um, we want to put some a couple of pages on on sort of underground magazines um advertising mutants as a fashion collection that is connected to an nft collection let's see what happens there's a lot of trial that we're doing to onboard normies um that we're not saying it out loud yet because we want to test how it goes but that's something that is obviously um that we want to try because it's again it's a massive massive crowd imagine if this was (laughs) <laughs> if if we can onboard um people from the from the outside world um but at the moment at the moment it's just trials but we're definitely going to start targeting them
2: yeah and, and you don't even need to i, I guess you know I'll, I'll reframe my question or statement but you don't even need to onboard these people if they buy the skateboard correct they think the art looks really cool correct or, you know yeah. the hoodie because it, it's fucking cool well, that's a win for you. I mean, maybe they don't even know it's associated with an NFT project, but that just makes your brand grow stronger. And maybe eventually, someone sees that hoodie in the street. They're like, "Oh, this is a Mutants hoodie. That's pretty cool, right?" <laughs> that,
4: that is that is exactly it. And this is what we've been talking um, uh, extensively about. Brands. Uh, we want to create a brand that uh, branches out and retains the same personality for people who. Give a fuck about NFTs, and um, for people who don't give a fuck about NFTs, but um, there's also there's also there's also connected with this conversation with the royalties. We definitely, if we want to, if we want to keep having independence and keep having a healthy treasury to to do some stuff, if zero royalties are coming, we need to find another ways to find revenue, uh, and that is that is talking to people that maybe they don't even know what mutancies like you said but they really identify with the brand
2: yeah the other royalties you know i'm not agreeing with with a lot of what happened in in solana and you you've seen what happened on eve like the royalties are still there and even the youths uh that've been trading yesterday or two days ago had 3.3 percent royalties they can definitely implement royalties they're just you know uh, there was some market share <laughs> tactics or I don't know what, what I can call it. They're just circle jerking. And royalties have been around forever on, on OpenSea and ETH. And some marketplaces try to offer 0% royalties or 0.5. But eventually, I don't know, people seem to gravitate to <laughs> to OpenSea, and they still get the lion's share of the royalties. So I think um it's possible to, to keep like a marketplace running with royalties and OpenSea is like the best example like we have the history to kind of prove it that it's feasible it's just solana i don't know i think they, they moved way too quickly and then i think they're kind of getting back to it and i'm i'm hearing new standards are coming up in order to implement royalties as well i, I agree you, you do need those royalties um
4: yeah
1: think,
2: you know it'll be possible I, i'm 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 pretty confident that <laughs> it i think be completely removed
4: yeah i think it's a um it's a healthy conversation i was um seeing a tweet from um i don't remember his name he's one of the punks and he he's always oh uh, yeah mean, punk uh six, five nine, nine, one, yeah, uh, for, exactly. yeah 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 <laughs> he, he was he was talking about something very very interesting about offering a lot of points of view in terms of how it feels to pay royalties for a an NFT that has like dropped ninety percent in value. So there's like this inter- interesting uh, points of view. But what people need to need to understand is that the artist that we're seeing, the explosion of art that we're seeing, and we are loving, and is the best thing that has that has happened to the space, is because of the royalties. Artists are coming to the Web three space because they want to create uh, art uh, and know that they can enforce their the, that that way of being paid that uh, and, and and that is a that is something that it should be honored and that was the promise you remember when people was explaining about what nfts were and what it's what smart contracts were we were like yeah now yeah. is going to be able to say that is five percent and forever when that nft gets resold five percent is going to go to the artist that created it and that that sounded so um utopian and wonderful especially just.
2: for you know some of these artists like uh x copy or you know some of these ogs that the mint they made no money off the mint like they, they almost like for free they gave them away and all of a sudden they picked up and even CryptoPunks that was like almost a free project and most of the money was made off the royalties and kind of the success that followed afterwards so think about it if you remove that then you don't have all these magnificent projects for <laughs> a lot of the artists are going to be kind of, you know, what's the point now? Yeah. We can't even yeah. implement
4: that. That is a, that is a very good point actually, because some people think that because some of your, some of the pieces, for example, from very recognized artists uh, are trading for five, six, seven E's. Um, maybe the artist sold it for 0.5 <laughs> and, and, and he's not getting yeah, anything. Yes, even less. Um, so. <laughs> So when it is very easy and I'm I'm the first person who actually sort of fails to recognize that. But when I see something, you know, a piece that is very expensive, sometimes that doesn't, that, that is not you know, many times or most of the times that hasn't got to the artist. Yeah. <laughs> That's something that we should, that we should recognize. But it's a fascinating conversation But and yeah, we, especially we, we shouldn't, yeah, go I guess
2: there's artists and then you guys are delivering on a roadmap, right? So if you guys have plans for the future and then you can't deliver because there's no royalties, that's kind of, you know, (laughs) it it hurts the holders
4: that are buying. Yeah, totally. Totally. And that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Um, And Betty from uh, Deathfellas put a really, really heartfelt um, sort of message about about people trying to, um, projects trying to get the roadmap done, um, you know, for people who actually who actually invested in a project, uh, it is actually unfair because obviously projects are going to have to mint more to compensate for the loss of royalties. And that means a little bit of dilution of the collection. And that's going to mean, you know, uh, lowering the value of a collection and for, a, for an investor pre- pre zero percent royalties that's going to hurt them so there's a lot of um pros and cons that they should be carefully considered on this and um, but I, I i decided to stay with uh, i don't know if you know ferocious, ferocious, ferocious? ferocious um which is a wonderful artist is a transgender 17 year old uh she he because he's a transgender he was a girl now he's a boy um he put a a really really heartfelt letter uh about why uh royalties was so important for for him and how that how nfts allow him to actually sort of um move out from a really really uh damaging uh, household and he didn't want that to he, you know he wanted to uh, many many artists to have the same opportunity that he had and without royalties that maybe it wasn't possible so there's a lot of um Conversation, but everyone needs to understand that the royalties and that promise is what brought artists to the space. And without that, you know, it's just, you know, every time I think of the Web3 space, I think 80 85% is absolute shit. And the 15% that is great art and great community and great projects that are delivering on the roadmaps is the only reason. For, for us to stay here, and if that 50% is get even, even even more reduced, it's, it would be such a shame.
2: Yeah, agree. if you have a question? Keep it on topic, please. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was mainly about royalties and artists. So, uh, for example, Skeleton Punk. So the main artist was Frex, I think, or Frex's brother. So could the royalties go to Frex or Frex's brother or the Skeleton Punk team that I've taken over now? That's a fringe case, for
2: one. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I don't know. That's a really good question on, on top. Because if he's the artist, but he's not the one leading the community anymore. Excellent question, but I don't want to go into that topic because...
1: <laughs> it's extremely complicated. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mainly about the artists uh, after all because if, if they are the artists then they should be getting the royalties and no one else uh, for, for me I'm, I'm not a huge fan of royalties if I bought a piece of art why why should I pay a cut to the artist to sell it after I, I should be getting all the profits
2: yeah well it's it's about you know this is NFTs is, is if you want the projects to have funding for the roadmaps, if you want to buy art, go ahead. And you know, um usually you're buying not only the art, but you're buying into the community, you're buying into the team, and you're buying into the roadmap. So and those are kind of all dependent on the royalties compared to like a piece of art. And again, this is kind of like what Pablo was saying: that's the value proposition of some of these of this tech is to get paid through royalties by secondary sales, so the artist can go through a different model, basically giving away his art for free, there's a lot of free mints, and then the money gets generated off the secondary sales. So that's kind of like the big idea, it's a different value proposition, a different model, and a different way of funding, um, you know, the project.
1: What do you guys think about the Frex and SP situation? Shouldn't practice his is probably getting the royalties because, after all, they are the artists, and they should have a shot of freedom and they should be getting rewarded for the amazing art the Skeleton Punk has. You don't have to answer that,
2: Pablo. Don't answer that. No, the thing. Happy
4: man. Yeah, uh, The thing is that I don't. Um, not I don't know enough of that uh, sort of collection that makes you
1: the perfect. No, that makes you the perfect person to answer because you can give an unbiased opinion. Should it be the artists getting rewarded, uh, getting the royalties, or should it be someone else, a stranger, who didn't make the collection and for them to take over? should it be the
4: community that have taken over the project to get well, the royalties? No, the thing, the thing is that it's, it's, uh, a generative collection is a little bit difficult because it's not only about the art, it's about a creator um, actually sort of putting forward the... The creating the idea, putting you know hiring everyone, trying to fulfill a roadmap um i i I think it is a little bit tricky and and we have to differentiate between the artists of a of a generative collection and the creator um but at the end of the day, the tricky thing about about that is that when you buy um collection uh y- you actually sign up for a percentage of royalties. It's like signing a contract so the trick, the, the tricky thing is actually signing that contract, buying that, and then trying not to, not to honor that contract that you got into. That's the, that's the only, that's the only thing. Once you buy that, you, um, you, you, you sort of accept all the conditions that comes with it. Uh, there are a lot of collections that are, you know, royalty free. Uh, if you don't support royalties, go for those collections. That's, that's as simple as that.
2: David, quick comment on this uh, royalty thing, and then uh, I think we'll continue
5: uh, with, uh, Specifically with on the fact, uh, point that V brought up of basically like a rugged collection that gets taken over, because uh, one of the best collections that's ever been created called the Star Codes, has a similar problem. And uh, and then there's... You come here in the
2: to... chill Star Codes, man. Yeah, I of course. expecting a smart <laughs> comment. <laughs> no, so, Comes no, here. No,
5: so essentially, I've... Um, Uh, I've got an opinion on on this, which probably is an unpopular opinion uh, because there's people within that discord that are like trying to sort of claim the project, take it over, get it going again. And they're doing that by like using the artwork that exists, uh, like straight up just using it. When the artist at no point has ever said like, this is Creative Commons or like, you know, the owners of these have the copyright to this work blah, 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 not stated anywhere, right? So I totally understand the sentiment of like, oh, the creator's kind of gone, so maybe we can do what we want with it and we kind of bought this thing. But the reality of it is that the artist always maintains the copyright unless they have distributed to someone else or someone else or licensed it out. And so regardless of the fact that like the, the, the founder is not on Twitter or on Discord anymore, he still has the copyright to that work. And so if someone does choose to go and make some stuff, maybe no one gives a shit, right? But let's say they make a load of money down the line. I guarantee you that that creator is going to be coming back and being, oh, by the way, you've totally used all my work and not, and I've like basically broken all the copyright uh, that I have as an artist um, over it. And so I totally understand like the fact that people want to take, uh, I guess, taking a project over and doing something, another body of work on top of that is not really a problem, but to take the original artwork and then to profiteer off of that in different ways when you do not own the copyright, that is essentially illegal. So... That's just coming from, like, the world that I kind of come from, which also Pablo kind of comes from, actually. Yeah. Uh, Aren't are
2: Star Show's uh, Creative Commons Zero? Aren't they, like, free to use?
5: I, well, I don't know. That's what I've been asking. Like, um, <laughs> it hasn't been stated from, like, the, the founder anywhere. I hope so. Uh, that would be great. But... Um, what I'm saying is unless it has been stated like somewhere at some point by the artist or project that it is like creative commons, then it's not creative commons. Uh, you know, it's the property of the artist and it always is unless, unless it's like, you know, they sell it to someone. (laughs) Um, so it's like kind of an unpopular opinion, but that is just my opinion on it. Uh, And I I don't believe just sort of arguing while they're gone. Uh, It's not a good thing, but it doesn't mean that what they made now belongs to everyone else.
4: Yeah. I just bought uh, 25 Star Chodes just to make you mad. No, no, good. So um, everyone buy some Star
5: Chodes. Probably the most valuable asset class you'll ever own. And uh, just thank me later. Thank Class for, uh, your, your grandchildren. Your grandchildren will thank me later. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a long hold. It's a long hold.
2: This is a uh, financial advice by David. Um, yeah, yeah. on <laughs> YouTube
5: channel.
1: <laughs>
2: this is generational wealth. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, life changing. Um, okay, cool guys. Let, let's move on. <laughs> uh, you, you can stay up here, uh, David and me. Yeah, David, uh, stay. <laughs>
4: Yeah, if you if you want to wait, we can, um, you know, we put together a really, really quick sort of, um, you know, plan of events that we're going to be doing with mutants. And maybe it's very useful because for 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 um, for people here, because it's very, very it, it's almost um, we almost have a um, launch pad date of, from from one planet. It's going to be from the you know, beginning of December. And I'm um, we, we're quite excited. we resubmitted everything collection metadata. Um, yeah, please.
2: That's, that that's what I want to talk about, uh, Pablo. Please tell us about, you know, Gen two, what's happening with that. I remember this was supposed to be done, you know, a while back. So you guys have the art ready, I'm sure. <laughs> but but you know, what's the plan for the just to, give
4: collection? It, just to give um your community a little bit of context. Uh, the terra debacle, the Terra crash happened three days before we launched, we were launching our collection. So, um, everything was absolutely ready. And we saw it before we, we saw the civilization sort of crumble in front of our eyes. Um, but it was, you know, it was, uh, an event of, it was a little bit of luck in a, in a very unfortunate situation, because if that would happened, um, after our launch, we wouldn't have uh, generation two. It would be all worthless. So we have already we have submitted all the information, and we're just waiting for one planet to give us um a final date. but what we what we know is that we're going to be uh, one of the first uh to launch there. So even before one one thing that is great is that even before generation one, we have something ready, uh, which is um the first artist airdrop. Um, we're going to, we're going to, um, we commissioned an artist called all enter to create a limited edition for us. And it's going to, um, be airdropped to the holders, um, before the launch of gen two. So that's going to be one of the first surprises for gen one holders, they're going to have the first artist airdrop. And then finally. Uh, when we have Gen 2, we're going to launch the skateboards. Uh, and, you know, uh, as, you, as you have seen in the visuals, these boards have been designed by Christian Sweet and Mexican artists that we absolutely love. And, and they're going to be... Um, so people who own a mutant are going to be able to have access uh, at a massive discount to the gravity Boards, 50%, I think, and um, for everyone who is a collection holders, that is, you have a Gen one mutant and a gentle mutant, we're gonna airdrop a- one uh, of those as an NFT. So you're gonna have a random. They're gonna. We're gonna have four designs, and you, they're gonna be airdrop randomly to the holders. So as you can see, this is a very, very, very exciting uh, way to. Um, own art from different artists um that you that you didn't know, and that that is gonna give you an opportunity to own and then for gen three um we we are getting into the into into gaming we are uh very interested in getting those mutants to to do something special and to be able to interact with uh, with people and we are thinking of we, we we have finished a run of meetings with game creators and we're gonna launched something we're gonna launch something interesting. And uh for Gen 3 it's gonna be a real thing. And then we're thinking on making it like online. But we we want to we want to keep working on things that are digital and physical and we thought like a proper game that you can actually touch and you can actually play with your, your your friends and your family um that is related to the collection we thought it was it was a very exciting thing for us to happen and because this is all about experimenting you know what well, well, the fuck let's let's try let's try to do it so gen 3 is all, it's going to be all about gaming
2: oh man there's a lot that you shared here i think a lot of exciting stuff um yeah so to recap gen 2 2- is coming to one planet. Do you have any specifics that you can share us? Collection size, mint. I think the uh, the Gen One holders will be whitelisted, right? The mad scientists get airdrop. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and me. the art is is by Nick, right? It's it's. I mean, it yeah. hasn't changed. I, it.
4: <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, I, I do. We have the art for so long that I sometimes forgot to tell that uh, the 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 artist is what from is made by one of the best, one well, of the most talented artists of the space. It's called Nick. Uh, and, uh, he owns a studio in Singapore called, um, Oh my goodness. I completely, I completely lost the plot. I don't remember. I will, I will remember the name of the studio before this, this, this space is end. Um, and, and, uh, he made all the art. He's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, and we are over the moon. Um, of, of, you know how he's done it in terms of the mint is going to have uh four phases uh, for math scientists La for math scientists we're going to be we're going to um get the math scientists the chance to mint because we want people to have the experience of minting uh even if they are mad scientists that they have um their place already um completely locked um so people are going to be able to um to mint in the mad scientist face, then we're gonna go to the holder face. That means that every mutant holder is gonna be able to mint at that face. They have their place. It's gonna be easy. They're not gonna. They're not gonna lose their place. And then we're gonna we're gonna move to white um, to white lace face. So for people who have the wireless and it's not a holder, they're gonna be able to to mint there. Uh, and also for the holders that you know want to mint more than one. Uh, they can use their whitelist to mint a couple of mutants there. And then we're going to public. So it, it, it is it's, it's basically, you know, everything is um, really, really nicely done in the stages for, so everyone has the chance to mint. And if you, one, one quick thing, if you're a mad scientist, uh, laugh holder that don't give a fuck about minting, are you going to have your mutant airdrop to you in a couple of days time after the mint?
2: Yeah, very cool. For for those, uh, Nick is is uh, Masonry Studios. Masonry uh, Studios. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, I know. You know. I, I'm kind of. Uh, I don't know if people remember this, but the Galactic Punk spaceships were supposed to be designed by Masonry Studios, actually, uh, and we had some really sick renders. I thought he was one of the you know coolest. Um, most talented 3D artists out there. He did the Teramochi collections as well. Yeah. So if you like that art uh, or the detail, you see, you know the attention to detail that he brings to his 3D work. I'm I'm kind of excited for this Mutant Z uh, next collection.
4: Yeah, what we we have done another. I shouldn't be saying that this, but you know, we this is very, you know, it, 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 we we are in a family here. Um, I I already. Um, I, I briefed a very very interesting studio in Barcelona to actually create a trailer for, for Gen Two. So we have they have taken all the models that Nick has created and uh, we are animated them and we're creating a very very interesting piece of moving image uh, that you know is gonna is gonna look good. I'm very very excited. The other day I first I saw the first. Um, uh, the first offline, um, so which, which is basically a structure and edit and, and, and it's already very, very exciting. So the good things are coming.
2: Yeah. Very cool. It sounds amazing. I love, I love, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I love any type of artwork. I'm not good at art myself. I think I'm more like V. Uh, I ship posts on new memes, but <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the art a lot, so it's good. We all have our talents, I guess. Um, so let's get back to what you mentioned after the Gen 2, and I, I don't want to jump too many steps, but um, you mentioned something about a physical game. Is this like a, you're thinking a board game or you're thinking some sort of, I don't know what, but you have any kind of ideas of what that will look like and how that will work? using nft technology
4: uh yes we we have uh, i mean oh, oh, it is it is tricky for me to say because it all depend on on the gen 2 mint and 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 what is the size of the treasury the complication that we're going to be able to um the 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 the, the, difficult, the difficulty or the the size of the project i would say so w- we want to start with something that is um a real game used in the art of the collection uh, to, and and, and this first um meetings that we had is actually um we have set up the rules for for a new game and it's it's very very exciting because um it's a, it's a completely whole new space um, um but but the, the thing is that we we were thinking that uh, because gen two Gen 1 is all about starting the collection. Gen 2 is all about um, fashion and uh, skate art. We want to have every generation to have a theme. And Gen 3, we had the idea that those mutants lend itself to be perfect characters for a game. So we are still deciding what is the format, what are the rules. It's going to be a board game. It's going to be a card game. I personally, I'm in love with these sort of boxed card games. I could be playing with my family for hours to some of those. Yeah, um,
2: those are great. Like people don't need to, you know, reinvent the game. You know, industry. There's some really amazing card games, and you brand it with, you know, mutants. Uh, i'm sure people will play cuz they're just playing fun right it doesn't have exactly. to be and th- yeah. that is
4: and that is i think that's that's one of the key that i wanted to ta- to touch upon It's not about um dropping the 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 word metaverse and sorry if anyone in this uh is spaces is building a metaverse but i think th- so, sometimes you know a, a project with you know 5000 uh people in discord is tra- is claiming that they're going to create a metaverse I think it's a as is completely out of touch. We want to create things that are lovely that are uh, beautiful and to experience um, but are within our reach and we think that creating a beautiful considered game using the art of the collection that people can have fun we can have fun with is something that we really really can do well uh, and that is not castles in the sky um, and that's why we wanted to get to get into it as soon as possible then if we have success if people love it if we have a little bit more money we will think of how we can modify the nfts based on your um based on the game that we are creating or um based on you know how if you participate in discord for example in the in the in the different games that we organize i I don't know it it could be the sky is the limit with these things but we we always like to think of with our with our you know feet on the ground what we can do what that is doable that is fun and we will bring and that's the kind of utility that we were talking before something that is useful for our holders but and and it makes sense for the mutants to be associated with
2: yeah i love that approach you don't have to you know promise something that you obviously will not be able to deliver or even you know if you do develop a metaverse uh, you know again i i agree with you right uh <laughs> anyone that's making like a, a massively you know mmorpg i mean well, you, you need some huge funds and by the way wrecked wolves are in the metaverse but we don't uh we don't uh we didn't develop it we just you know this is the best thing about it exactly yeah we're just part yeah. of the big one on eve like you you could create a sandbox character and yeah. play with the people that design sandbox it's super but simple. That, you don't need to mm-hmm.
4: that that's the key that's the key thing it's just it's just been been really uh been really really honest about what you want to create or whether you want to be and that people i think in my opinion people will react much better to you offering things that are possible um the, y- 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 if, y- if you put in your roadmap that in 2025 you're going to be de- developing a new uh, AAA game that's pro that's setting up yourself for for failure massively um so that's that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that we wanted to um that we changed because to be completely honest when, when um I started to get a, to go a little bit crazy after the terror crash. I, re- I redefined the roadmap and and created like no, in Genten we're gonna create this. And it's like and when when I presented the plan to the team, they were like Pablo, maybe you want to give it a rethink because this is a little bit and <laughs> a little bit mad.
2: Yeah, um, it's good to keep it down to earth, man. Uh, <laughs> things that you can really accomplish, and I think people are gonna be very happy about that. And. I always quote this documentary. It seems like it's the only documentary I saw. But if ever you watch the and one documentary, I don't know if you're familiar with the basketball brand. They used to do like street ball. That was the big thing. Uh, really cool uh, Harlem Glo- Globetrotters type moves. And, you know, they used to be like really cool down to It was super like street and gritty. And that was their thing. And they kind of made those T-shirts that were branded, you know, like, get on my level or, you know, I'm better than you, you know, like in your face t-shirts that you go to a basketball court, you see someone wearing that t-shirt, you're like, that guy's cool, right? That, that That is something that they can do, right? Making t-shirts and having this branding that's very in your face and very street. What they can't do is when they started creating shoes and trying to compete with Nike, and then they just got blown out of the park and They kind of became irrelevant afterwards. So kind of got to stick with your audience and what you're doing best and what you can accomplish in order to kind of, you know, satisfy your base clientele. You don't have to compete with AAA game studios and metaverses to to, to bring joy to the world, right? I, I totally agree with that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, uh, but it's such a learning process at the end of the day. We, we, I'm sure that it happened to you as well. We start with a, uh, with a particular vision and you, you really, you, you really sort of, um, modify, modify and adapt as you go. And, uh, I think, I think this this crash obviously is better that didn't happen obviously but we have learned so much about what we say and what can be accomplished and and the different things that are going to come in our way um and especially that make me think and reconsider every roadmap um and 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 that we put in front of in front of people um and really really think about what we really can do with the next mint i think that is the that is the key thing uh it's not bad to have a vision but what you put on the on the on the table it needs to be doable i think you know uh defining something at two years time uh you know is it's just not not happening
2: david go ahead
5: oh yeah i was just um i'm actually sitting here with someone from um our team who i haven't like ever met before but we're both sitting here just listening to pablo and uh, yeah you like it's fucking awesome man what you're saying and um i just wanted to kind of back what he was saying and kind of say like if things don't really go your way in a minute like you shouldn't really be and even if things do go your way i think like reconsidering your roadmap and like getting in there changing things around people shouldn't be like scared of doing that um because obviously things move quickly in like the whole space all the time and uh, what your ideas were when you began with like six months down the line, probably not um, see to all anymore. So just like getting in there, changing your roadmap, seeing what's possible to do and just being really pragmatic is it's like such a great skill that is I'm really happy to hear like Pablo's doing it and how he's like talking through and stuff. So yeah, I was just not really a question. Just like saying like, yeah I really appreciate uh you bringing that up because I feel like maybe that's why a lot of people just rug because they just like, well, the roadmap's fucked, so uh I'm gone or whatever but yeah yeah
4: I think that's a, that's such a good point with um project NFTs. we we there's a certain immaturity of many creators that um that got into the space thinking that this was a collection, and that was it, and the only one actually who was Um, very, very honest about it, uh, that he didn't want to do anything with it. It was, it was actually Nick with basically said the utility. The utility of the Terramotis is that they're beautiful. If you want them, buy them, but don't expect anything.
2: So <laughs> are the toads, by the way, the, the OG toads. They're like, oh, yeah, the what's, toads. The, what's the utility? Heart your toads. That's it. Love them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love it. I love it. But that's, um, I had, for example, this, the thing got a little bit rough with un- unstables, and I had that they are um that the creators are a little bit burned with the project and I i don't blame them. It is it is very, very tough. And you have to be prepared uh to to be to be in front of a project. And uh, you know, it's 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 tricky and we're gonna see more and more of that when when you know significant time starts passing and we realize that a project is not something that suddenly fades, out, fades away. You have to answer to people that had invested and bought um uh, you know Uh, some of the NFTs, you know, it's, it's not very dissimilar than in terms of emotions that, that having, that buying shares of a company, you are, uh, and, 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 you know, they have invested in you and you have to deliver.
2: Yeah. I like that. Um, where we're going, there are no roads. And, uh, I agree. If you set up a roadmap that's, you know, too much, you're, you're setting up yourself for, for failure and Space changes so quickly that, you know, <laughs> it never turns out exactly like you say it's going to turn out. I'll take questions yeah. now from the audience. It's been an hour that we chat with Pablo, and I'm sure people are curious. So if anybody has questions, please raise your hand and come up. Uh, we have Pablo here, and uh, he'll be super happy to answer that. Oh, yeah, we have David. And we have V, but don't ask him questions. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Up right there.
5: <laughs> yeah man hey, um yes feel free to ask pablo though uh we're all here to learn about his project nice no, it's so
1: good yeah, I mean, you
2: were, you were you not got... there david we we're talking about the 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 NFT london party and you know he had a really good reason why he couldn't make it so
4: um <laughs> was... yeah 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 i mean it's um, all right he he knows he knows uh <laughs> I, so, I I saw
5: pablo we like went to a few like an after party together it was like really good um so at least i got to see you during the nft London. anyway that was cool because last time i saw you so i've met pablo twice in real life and the first time i met him we call it the last like it was like a uk lunatics meetup and we call that the last mm-hmm. supper <laughs> it was like on the weekend that like Terra crashed, and we're, we're all sitting there like TFL put two and a half thousand behind the bar, like everyone thinking we made it and stuff, and then like we all just got fucking wrecked.
4: And then <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I remember how I saw Pablo. I remember other than, like this weekend. Uh, where, I remember like, having fun. I remember having fun seeing all the people sort of managing their leverage on Encore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the club because it was going down, and I was like, I was like making fun of them. Who knew that I was gonna be enduring the same thing or even worse a couple of days after that? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> anyway,
5: yeah. Oh, so um, um, the party went really well, though, in general. And Stargaze are are really happy because uh, their founder came along. We had um, Austin from the Rectuals come down as well correct gang and that, that was awesome so yeah, yeah. uh stargates are back in it and we'll just do another one next year we'll just do one every year and make it better
2: awesome awesome and now we have to do one in new york so we're we're kind of already yeah. trying to organize that and get yeah, the ball's going to be in
5: your end of the court uh yeah beginning of next year so i'm looking forward to that I'm, i'll come along
2: edwin is that edwin on the one planet account
3: yeah what's up fam it's been a while hey
2: edwin how's it going coming to new york
3: (laughs) i will because yeah i i haven't been to new york in general so i want to just go and check out the city but if there's going to be a big crowd of nft people that's even better you know there's there's a lot more activity I, i was in austin for uh in june for osmocon and uh decentral and uh consensus and it was a blast i i met a lot of cool people i met the guys from Distop ai and the orbital command team and so it was cool it was cool so yeah i'm looking forward for nft nyc
2: nice you had a question for friends at mutants or ps labs while we're at it
3: <laughs> yeah so so pablo i know that you've been doing the Giveaways with the skateboards. I'm curious as to how that has worked for you. I, I don't know if you've discussed that earlier, but I'm just curious about the community engagement or marketing engagement that you've had. Has that been successful?
4: Um, how has that experience been for you? Yes, um, it, it's been it's been a very it's been uh, s- since we are in Polygon um, those skateboards and the collaborations with our best you know. Um, with with the best projects in the space, um, ha, uh, has been the thing that has worked the best by far, um, and it's mainly because people absolutely love um, something that is uh, physical that they can that, that that it means a little bit more for them than just that it, it feels a little bit more um, th- that it has another that it has another dimension to the collection, and if they are actually sort of um, done with a with a certain craft, with a certain care, uh, with a brand that they love. Uh, I, I think, I think it has been a massive, a massive success in this very, very, very difficult, difficult time. Because I remember that in terror times, you would say hello and you would have like two thousand four followers on this court. And now it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult. The market is very, very quiet. And we landed in a, in an island, um, that, that we need to, that we need to, uh, make ours and to make ourselves famous. So, um, in this sort of difficult time, uh, the boards have been uh, giving us a lot of traction, a lot of traction and not, not, not only in terms of followers, but just opening conversations with many people that are actually see it. And it's like, Oh fuck, that's cool. Yes, of course. I want to, I want to collab with you. And they suddenly, they don't see the we're a small project but see uh, the potential of it
3: yeah and and that's what i was thinking too because ultimately right now in the attention game right the the differentiator for me is are you creating content so that people in general are always aware of what you are doing as a project as a founder as a team right and i think your Bank does a good job of that of their weekly calls in Spanish and English, right? And, and the collabs and all that. So I think attention through creating content is, is important or the other route that I've seen is doing something like what you're doing, where you're providing some kind of physical, um, like something tangible that people can get behind of right? Like NFTs in general, the technology is around, you know, digital assets, but ultimately, what what else comes along with that right people are looking for that financial uh winning in 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 some way right how are they making money it's not a soul bound token where you where there is no financial incentive it's an nft that has the financial incentive so what value does it bring to them and i think having those skateboards that that you've been sharing you know with other projects i think that's that's huge you know when i saw you doing that i thought that was cool and Especially with your roadmap, with your idea of making your project also be something that is creating a, a brand outside of just the blockchain, right? You you want you want to have that culture, that athletic kind of vibe where you know people are being active. I, I think that's a great avenue that you're taking there. So it, it definitely makes your project unique.
4: Yeah, I, I I I I mean that that is exactly on. It's about create, what what is the experience that we want people to feel when they um when, when they when they sort of see an and and um um uh, and and sort of collision with the mutants brand. And uh, that that as you say, that come that, that, that happens in the Web3 world in, in the shape of NFTs and what else what else um where else it could happen that's something that we always think and obviously um that they, as holders and as people who actually love the nft part of the project we always love that um a, a, a project branches out and tries to grow their brand in many many different ways uh in and you know obviously in a way that feels honest Uh, and, 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 and in a way that it has integrity with the, with the ethos of the brand. Um, so yeah, I mean, so far it is good. There's a lot of trials. I'm not gonna again, build castles in the sky It's a very, very difficult situation. Let's see how the mint go to actually do real plans um but you, you know it's we have to be better at more things we have to be better at doing more more AMAs. we have to do better at many many things but so far um with the with after being wrecked thanks to the support of one planet we're doing we're doing okay and i think the reaction has been good and we're very hopeful for the for the midday to be honest Edwin give me a launchpad. pad a launch pad date. Give me
2: one. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
3: No, no, you can't do that in front of all the listeners here, Raf. <laughs> this is the best. I thought time that was like
5: the most
2: it. perfect the time best to do it. Time.
4: Time. Yeah. Perfect time to do it. And now yeah, the surprise here is that Edwin is gonna give us a launch pad date. Yeah.
5: <laughs> do it, oh, Edwin. Edwin. Do wow. it. Do it. Do it.
2: November twentieth? That's yeah. too soon. Thanks, Edwin. <laughs> what? We're here first. Yeah,
4: it's incredible. Everything ready for the day. Come on. Alpha Drive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, No, I, I don't want to overstep my, my position here. I, I think in, in general, it's been interesting to see, you know, all the, the expectations around the launchpad, right? And, and so here on the 11th, we'll have the first experience with Derby Stars. Obviously, there's a lot of every project has its unique kind of story going on. Derby Stars was very successful in Terra this is a free mint, it, it's all allow list based. So, you know, those mechanisms are going to create a, a pretty easy launchpad experience, right? So, so they'll sell out. But I think in general, it's been tough to to navigate, you know, trying to keep the both the builder community and the collector community engaged, right? Because the launchpad is what creates that spike in, engagement for all the projects right but especially for the project that will be using the launchpad that is doing their drop so uh ultimately we just want to create a, a good experience you know we want to build trust and we want the polygon community to come to to know one planet as as the place to go to to launch your project and to build a community around that but i think it, it takes time you know it's uh it's not, it's not easy to done as you guys have seen and you guys have been patient and we really do appreciate that. Uh, but at the end of November here is when we hope to have a fully, you know, functional launch pad ready to go and doing around two projects a week. And and so the dates will start coming up you know, soon in the next, next week or so.
2: I, I can create engagement, uh, without the launch pad, Edwin. So I- well one planet is promising a uh, one planet token to anyone trading on the marketplace. There we go. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> Ooh. How easy was that? How easy was that? <laughs> like can you confirm these rumors, please. So
1: <laughs> I'm just messing with you
4: um uh, Ed, edwin is not gonna come back ever to one of these spaces <laughs>
3: no i'll come back but without the one planet account
2: yeah yeah <laughs> so we're putting on the spot give, give us a launch pad they give us a token um no don't worry edwin we appreciate you and we love that you join all the spaces from you know all the projects actually and it's you know it's it's amazing how you can be everywhere at the same time and help out the community, help out the builders of projects. So, thank you for 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 your work and you know just being awesome. Um,
4: um, I, I think I mean I would be. I always say that that um, I start the spaces like thinking, oh my god, I'm gonna run out, I'm, I'm gonna run out of ideas after five minutes, and then I end up talking for hour and a half uh so if you want maybe what we can do is actually give one of our listeners right now uh a skateboard oh uh, snap wow that's great. um and i think uh, i think you have been there listening to this hope you have enjoyed what you have heard. but i think now for um actually um enduring this hour and 15 minutes i think you deserve something something tangible. So Greg Gang, if you want to do the honors, maybe you can, you can actually sort of, how do we do this? We, shall, we, shall we write everyone that is there? If you want to talk, I, I, can, I, can, I can do a random...
2: Yeah, you go ahead. I, I, can, I can talk with uh, me and Edwin and David, but uh, usually I think how people do it is they kind of screen cap and then they pick a random number, um, amongst the listeners that are there and then you kind of go from that
1: i don't know okay v, okay, okay okay. how do
2: you do it V? stop stop doing thumbs down give
1: it to a cousin i want to skateboard oh, yeah. give it to me i'm in england i'm gonna be in england in about 17 hours anyway so i'll pick it up i'll pick it up on the way yeah so please will, don't
2: give it to me please, or, please oh,
1: don't. You, you can wait for me outside Heathrow and give me the skateboard anyway Okay. So um,
2: Actually, someone in this voice chat already won a skateboard, so um, <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you if it's the same person, so they don't double win.
1: Let's see. Mm-hmm.
2: Edward, you have the Reddit um, OP logo, what what, yeah. what, are, what what are the plans with Reddit and One Planet? What well, was more?
3: Yeah, it, it's it's really simple, you know. Reddit is a huge brand, right? And we have tried to reach out and see if we can create a a partnership between us, but because their collection essentially lives in their own platform, that's their marketplace, right? That's that's essentially the first interaction that their collectors had, and then the second place was OpenSea, and there is no direct partnership with OpenSea either, right? OpenSea just kind of lists whatever they want, whatever exists on the blockchain. OpenSea just listed. it. They did that with Solana as well. That's where there were some issues. So essentially right now was, what we did was something similar where we we listed the Reddit collections and our goal is just to create enough attention so that some of their community can see that One Planet has them and hopefully they can see all of the other collections that exist within the marketplace as well right but really th- there is no direct relationship between them they don't they don't need that right they, they're they doing fine without any other partnership um but yeah so we're just trying to you know make the noise that we can through this you know our own pfp uh so so that hopefully they see us i,
2: I heard that uh, anyone who trades Reddit NFTs on One Planet gets uh, One Planet token, right?
3: <laughs> All right, that's that's three different ways uh, that you are creating hype for today. I like that.
2: Yeah, that's
4: what <laughs> we do, man.
2: Overconfident, deliver. It, we're good. At it.
4: <laughs> and now, and now we have a we have a winner. I have to say, we have a winner. Uh, that I'm, uh, Red Gun, do you want me to say it already?
2: Yeah, go ahead, man, Let's do it. I don't have a the, drum roll sound.
4: correct so, so, the winner. Yeah, I mean, I put the number in Google, the random number that came in Google was the 15. And the 15 on my uh, spaces is All Day Dre. Congratulations, you the winner. Wow. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Congratulations. Skateboard from gravity in la so you are gonna be able to order it for free and so if you if you message us do you want to say something by the way dre
2: yeah dre we need a speech come on i'm inviting him over he's a community member in rec gang so i know he's like a legit person and chill dude (laughs) uh i don't know if he's available to speak though he might be listening in right so i've invited him but not sure. It's good
4: that we haven't given a skateboard to a bot. That's always very reassuring.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we don't get many bot listeners, you know, they're not even interested in this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the pro shade at anyone. I'm just saying, uh, you look at some of those EVE spaces with like 3,000 listeners,
4: you, you know, you can bot, you can bot spaces, you, you can bot everything, right? But but I didn't know. You can bot everything. Know. For yeah. the next, for the next spaces, we're going to buy 3,500 3, listeners. So people freak out about the power of these spaces. Who cares? Yeah.
2: It gets a little pricey. Um, You know, we did like this fake mint on Juno and we bought, I think it was 500 followers for a fake account. Um, It's like 40 bucks or was it 50 bucks? But if you go in like those 10K followers, you're paying in the grants. You're like paying, wow. you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it, you know, the, there, there's big budgets being thrown around at those like 50K follower projects. And probably they're spending at least like 20 grand in marketing for sure.
4: Oh Wow. <laughs> um um, I mean, I I I regret having spent so much money on a trailer. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and buy followers. I'm gonna cancel the trailer.
1: <laughs>
2: <Feel> like, <laughs> don't tell us! Don't tell us! I'm, I'm excited about it.
4: Yeah, uh, can you imagine tomorrow mutants uh, forty-seven thousand followers? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, how the hell they that do 20K it? In, Yeah, you can go. There's a few websites offering it. You can get a quote on. uh I'm telling this to everyone because it's just very easy to do, but you go on like socialplug.io and they can quote you for, you know, if you're asking for more than 5k followers, they give you like a custom quote because I think they can get flagged by Twitter and so on. So they have to do it like in a different way, but anything under 5k, you can get that. It's pretty cheap. There's no like... Uh, it, it, you can paint crypto, and it's done within like five minutes. So oh my goodness, we never did that's... it for red gag, but for the the fake account, we did
4: it and worked really well. Oh, nice, nice. I'm gonna, you know, that's a that's a. I, I'm not gonna do it for 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 mutants because, but but, but I would be a massive, a wonderful prank for my dad. You telling my dad that open a he can open, a, <laughs> yeah, he can open a Twitter account, and then suddenly he started being followed by 4,500 people. And he's like, fucking hell, what, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: plenty of things you can do. That's it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, that's, that's his birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: so everyone, you know, I'm so, Red Gang, um, David, uh, Edwin, I'm so, so, so grateful for these spaces and, 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 you know, from that moment that we got that my family got COVID and we and we had to, to isolate. From this moment, I, I think this is what I what I cherish the most. This conversation, these sort of um, like-minded people that try to build something interesting. Um, this is what it is about, I think. And and thank you for um, letting us um, tell what Newtons is about in this space.
2: Yeah, no, thank you. I, I, I love your vision, Pablo, and it's always great to have a chat with you. I think uh, you got, you know, a very interesting background for this space and some really unique ideas. So it's it's great to hear from you. And it's kind of uh, amazing to see that you've been pushing on even after this, you know, kind of event that we had and you're still here, still building uh, still contributing to the space, and definitely will be following you guys closely in the near future. Thanks to, to David and Edwin for jumping on the spaces, and I guess V, we gotta thank you too for, uh, you know, uh, looking pretty and uh, asking some good questions from time to time.
4: <laughs> and congratulations to all day Dre for. Um, well, congratulations. Hopefully, hopefully you don't you don't crash or you don't have any you can break any bones with that. Um, but congratulations to you for the board.
2: Yeah, congrats and thanks everyone for attending this space. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll actually have another one with mutants in Spanish on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, so be sure to check that one out as well. I think uh, you guys will have a different conversation. It'll be uh, very cool, too. So Ghost and Askrewolf are um, hosting that. And, uh, yeah, uh, please join us Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern for the Spanish Spaces as well. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: Thanks, guys. See y'all.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Mutants AMA, hosted by the Wrecked Gang. Recorded on Monday, November 7th, 2022. For terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org/donate and show some support. We're now working with Spark IBC so you can earn Spark points year round by donating using your Juno account. Mutation, it is the key to our evolution. It has enabled us to evolve from a single-celled organism into the dominant species on the planet. This process is slow, normally taking thousands and thousands of years. But every few hundred millennia, evolution leaps forward. Diving through the forest, looking for the door to the portal. That'll take me down the corridor. I'm ignoring the warning, storing importance. The looks source from ancient coordinates. It smells like musty Mutants, trust me I've been hunting bugs since the leaves started rustling I must be getting close, yo, the scene is disgusting Parasitic YouTube, leeching off the country Grab a couple samples and defy their custody Feeding gamma rays to the beast and peak velocity Mutating awesomely want to me. Taking all the scraps and feed them to the to defy the possibly These are the things that will scream irresponsibly Feeling uneasy These genes get them off of me I don't mean to trip it Am I mutating properly? We have Peace. Breathing getting heavy, I can feel it in my arms But I can't stop now Mutation is an art form, don't be alarmed If you see me looking odd when I'm out on the farm Spinning crop circles in your yard Reaching the stars, need a way to get across Got this little mutation, lets me hack key cards Seen looking like it came out the first three saws Flexing like Rex when I mutate the pre-cop Leaders trying to research this genetic seesaw Give me all the science and we'll leave you with the pre-slaw Writers believe they bleed these endorsements Turning scientists into the terrorist supporters Gotta seize the spoils And release the spores It's time to forage Through DNA lore So sink it a swim Silly Alice Take the pill and see We're all mad here Taking over your facility We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants We are the mutants, we are the mutants. Unlock the back it's time to do this. We are mutants. We are mutants. We are the Unlock the last time to do this. Spaces